Hi, you guys. This is Liz Ryan, and this is the Truth About Work podcast, episode 45. We're talking about work, what's changed in the working world, and how to deal with it, how to surmount it, and survive and thrive, and have the career and the life that you actually deserve, right? Practical and philosophical. The big thing I would love for you to think about and maybe just take a step toward, even in your mind, in 2021 is taking more control over your career and your working life. I know a lot of people don't like the word career. I understand that. It sounds very 1965 to me. It sounds that girl. God bless Marlo Thomas, of course, but I mean, it sounds dated. Your career, like 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 you're going to have a career in XYZ industry. That isn't so much a common experience anymore. This is my career in this industry. We, we jump around and we have this job and that job. And I tell folks, I don't, the corporate ladder is gone. That was the old model from the post-war working world, the corporate ladder, of course. And you would climb the ladder, you know, that's gone. That's sawdust. But now I liken, you know, sort of moving forward on your path in your working life, if you don't like the word career in your working life it's like going up a bouldering hill you're zigzagging all over where's the best place to keep going where's the best place to you know to go up and up is whatever up means to you it doesn't have to be that you become a vice president in the company you could get the job that suits you creatively and socially and financially and lets you live your life you know Your job could be whatever you want your job to be. We're talking about being intentional, taking control of your working life, which means deciding what you want. That's the first thing. What do I want from a job? Now look, if you are under it and scrambling to get any kind of job at all, then you, you, you know, you might say, oh, nice, you know, thought exercise, Liz, wouldn't my ideal job be? my ideal work and life situation, what would that look like? I'm sure I will give that my time and attention as soon as I get the rent paid for December, which we're 14 days into, and the rent's not paid. Listen, if you're in that situation, yes, Maslow rules. You take the job, you do the thing, whatever you need to do. That's superhero behavior right there. If you're in a job, it's not your favorite job, you don't want the job, you would love to get a better job, but this is the job for right now, then you're a superhero because you're doing the next thing that must be done to be on your path. You're, you're taking care, right? You're going forward. This is what we don't give ourselves credit for. When I talk about the corporate ladder, which is now uh, gone, sawdust and replaced by this sort of bouldering hill, which, you know, you go up and sometimes you go down on that bouldering hill too. It's not, it's not, just one path all the way up to the top. And, and and the rocks slip out from under your feet, by the way. That's a feature of the bouldering hill, right? That rocks will slip and you'll fall back down 10 feet. Whoops. Back down to Maslow's, you know, give me food and shelter, the basics. And then I can think about anything else. This is the reason why I write and talk about this stuff. Because it's real world. I didn't like a lot of the career advice, frankly, that I saw in print and online because I thought it was kind of namby-pamby. We have this incredibly complicated, three-dimensional, 
constantly changing sort of puzzle to 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 solve and 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 more than to solve to keep solving every day which is how do we put the pieces together the work the how i spend my time outside of work the money piece is huge stress how do what about physical exercise i'm supposed to be taking care of my body oh my god diet there's a lot relationships of course pandemic and presidential election throw those in black lives matter movement throw in you know social justice everything that happened in 2020 and the world that we're stepping into in 2021 oh global warming climate change i'm sure i missed a few catastrophes and 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 stirring world changing events and themes but walking into 2021 if there's one takeaway it is i guess i'm in charge of my life i guess i'm actually in charge and i like to focus on the work part of that because this is a place where we don't think we're in charge and i will tell you two things about that two little data points one is virtually every job seeker i've ever met in 35 years of advising job seekers has led their self-description with, well, I don't have whatever. I don't have whatever certification. I don't have blah, blah, blah. They go there. I'm sure in my brain, if someone asked me about my credentials and qualifications, I would go right to something like that too. I don't, well, I don't. Because we're trained to minimize our own flame, to dim our own flame, self-dimming behavior. Horrible but trained to go to the thing we lack as though that matters for some reason. People say to me, oh, a recruiter on the phone told me I should have X, and I don't, but it costs $8,000, so I can't get it right now, a certification. They told you you should have it. You should. You just should. In the worldwide almanac of what people should have, yeah, there's going to be clients that want that certification, and and there'll be others who don't care, and and you know, it's variety that makes the world go round. And there are going to be people who see so much more in you than just the presence or absence of that particular set of initials after your name. And we get so influenced, overly influenced by other people's yardsticks, you guys. So that's one little data point. Job seekers tend to diminish themselves because they're trained to. So my message is, no, shake that off. You are so much more than could ever be captured in your resume, a piece of paper, couple pages in print or on the screen. Obviously, you have so much more. Who you are, what you bring, the way you see the world uniquely, your story no one has ever had, no one ever will have again, your frame on the world, your contributions, the way you see things, your sense of humor, your communication, your wit, wit your, your good humor goes on and on and on. And, and the working world trains us, oh no, I don't have anything really valuable. I don't have this one certification. A headhunter once told me I should have, oh my gosh, I'm so nothing, right? That's brainwashing, the worst kind of brainwashing. Don't think too highly of yourself, right? So we're throwing that off and taking control and saying, who cares? Given wherever I am, wherever I stand, whatever I've done, whatever I haven't done, let me at least decide what I want. If this is not the moment, 
because it feels too remote, it feels too unattainable based on where I am right now, I'll just pause on that. I'll, I'll just suspend that in the air like a nice thing that I could return to at another time when it feels more comfortable, more appealing, that exercise, designing, you know, the life, the career that you want and deserve. It doesn't feel right right now. I'm not going to do it. But maybe later I'll think about that and just kind of allow myself, give myself permission to just float up to the clouds and say, what if I really could do what I really, really wanted to do? What would that at least look like? Understand that many, maybe most of us have been trained not even to do that, not even to visualize what that life could be like, what that job could be like, or means of making money and finding other kinds of expression. Not even allowed to do that because who do you think you are? Big message coming out of invisible loudspeakers everywhere we go, right? Many of us, even since childhood. So it's really hard to get out of that and say, but wait a minute, okay, so let's say, and I'll never do any of this stuff, but what if I just did, what would it look like? What would it look like? Forget what the other data point was. It had to do with this idea of taking control. That's the first step. It's saying, well, just, you know, what would be better? If I got to choose, what would I choose? Because that's the lesson. We actually get to choose and have to choose. Like, it's not have to, like pressure, but it's just like that's how reality works. What we do is a reflection of a lot of choices that we made. And that's not a judgmental thing, like, oh, bad choices that you make. No, they were all choices that got you to this point right now where we're talking about this in the, and, and you are standing in your perfection and your wisdom and your possibility and your amazingness, coolness, funness, smartness, <laughs> right? Silliness, randomness, resoluteness. These are not real words in many cases, but you know what I'm saying? You ha- it's, it's, it, if we don't have permission to float up to the clouds and imagine the life that we want, it even sounds, you know, la la and new agey when I say it. I'm from northern New Jersey. That's how, that's how trained we are that this is not something we get to talk about. We denigrate and, 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 you know, say, oh, navel gazing, oh, new age, you know, frou-frou, whatever. No, but literally, you're alive for a finite amount of time. How do you want to spend the time? What do you want it to look like? What do you want it to be like? That is not frou-frou. We're trained to say, oh, be, be happy with your lot. I get so much mail in this, in, uh, of this type. And people say, why do you tell people to question? Oh, why, why, why tell people to question, right? Stay in the box and look at the colors on the sides of the box. The box has been created especially for you. It fits you to a T. No box is going to hold you, though. No box is going to fit you. And if it is, if it does, you know, it's cozy burrow, then hang there for a while. But probably things are going to shift and you're going to find it's not the right box anymore, you know? So we're t- taking control. And, and so one mental exercise, or you could pull out your journal or any notebook and write about what you want. Don't put a date on it. We're not planning. We're envisioning what you want your life and career to be like at some unspecified time or specified time, your choice, you know, in the future. What would it look like? What kind of job would you have if you really got to choose? I'm telling you, it sounds hokey, but it's true. You get that vision clear in your mind, stuff starts to line up around it. Right? The whole universe, what's the phrase? Lines up 
behind you once you have conviction that's mangled. That's not what it is, but you know what I'm saying? I'm sure you've experienced that before. You say, dang it, I'm going to do this, and things start to shift. It's you deciding. And we're taking charge of our careers above all in 2021 because nobody else is going to take charge of your career except you. That's the aha. That old corporate ladder thing is gone. And job security that comes from the job or from the employer, no way. Maybe some government jobs, but not even then. And the weird, the messed up uh, equation is that the longer you stay in a job that seems to give traditional job security, the less marketable you make yourself in everywhere else when you inevitably have to job hunt again. But I don't want to sell you on this idea of taking charge of your career by scaring you like you have to. I'm just saying that's the way the world is going. Going toward shorter term work, going toward more of a project orientation, going toward the people who know their value are the people who get what they want in terms of their, the way they spend their time and how they get paid and the projects that they work on. And I understand a lot of people recoil from this and say, I just want a secure job, Liz. I don't want to be an entrepreneur, but what I'm telling you is you are any way. You are an entrepreneur any old way in terms of being an independent economic unit as much as General Motors or any company, Apple, Facebook, etc. You are out here. That's what I'm saying. You are out here anyway. No company guarantees you anything. I don't, I, I mean, the, it's, it's not secure to fall asleep. That's the least secure thing you can do career-wise. So when you say, well, at least I have my job. I don't need to think about it. That's when you're most at risk. But I said I wasn't going to scare you. I'm trying to hearten you and encourage you to say, I'm going to be in charge. I am in charge. As I sit here right now, listening to this podcast, it's hitting me. Yeah, I am in charge of my career. So what would I do if I were in charge? Well, I would know what I love to do, what I'm really good at, what kind of pain I solve, what kind of problems I solve, how much those problems cost, how much it's worth to have them go away, where that where that pain is sort of headed, you know, operationally, technically, whatever, demographically, sociologically, like where, you know, in terms of if you're in an industry or a function, where all that is headed. And I want to know myself. I want to know what kind of work I love to do. And if I got to choose, what kind of work would that be? And how does that intersect with the pain that these organizations and leaders, you know, experience? Or if I work with individuals, pain that individuals experience. How can I be like an entrepreneur in my thinking about my work and my career? Wow. We talked about that topic. All right. So resolutions. You might be thinking about making New Year's resolutions in 2021. I'm super not a fan of resolutions, and I'll tell you why. Everybody knows New Year's resolutions are famous for, for giving us a lift for a few weeks at the start of the year. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to read a lot of books. I'm going to do this, that, learn to play the guitar. And along about April, May, uh, real life intervenes. Well, it makes sense because it's like, who's giving you the resolution? If those weren't the things you were doing anyway, then they weren't in your routine. They weren't in your habit, right? They weren't habitual. You weren't doing them. So then you come up with, I should. And so my question is, who's saying I should such that you write these resolutions down? Well, it's a voice. It's a tape, right? It's a it's an audio file playing in your head from, from long ago. The should voice, a parental voice, a disapproving voice, right? You should 
that part of you that says you really should, which is different, I think, than the part of you that says, we're all in this together. <laughs> Mind, body, spirit, we're just trying to get through and live some kind of a lifted life, giving back to other people, trying to help, you know, who we can, trying to express ourselves on it, trying to get through, trying to, trying to, trying to, you know, take care of this body and mind and other people, planet, just trying to, to live a good life, right? And so the idea that in any case, we all have to solve this puzzle. We're all alive. We have to figure it out. How am I going to put these pieces together? We might as well start with one of the most tangible, you know, um, and impactful slices of this whole pie or pieces of the whole equation of being alive and being an adult, namely work and say, what am I going to do about my work? Maybe nothing. Maybe 2020 was too much, so I'm not even going to think about it in 2021. I, I, I'll listen to you, Liz, but I'm going to wash over that part where you say, get a notebook and write about your, what you want. I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm getting by. I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. Okay, fine. If it would be a pressure release for you, then do it. Envision. And if it wouldn't, you know, then don't. Right? But give yourself credit that, that, by virtue of working at all, <laughs> you are, you know, amazing and a superstar. It doesn't matter what job you have. doesn't matter if you're not working, if you're job hunting. You know, we all work really hard in our work, whether we get paid or not. If you are home with a child or someone that you are taking care of, you are a superstar. That's where we have to start. You start out perfect and amazing and wonderful and no resume could capture that, right? And whatever you get paid is not going to compensate you adequately for what you do and what you bring, but we, we accept that exchange, right? Start there, not from lack or I don't have or remember, there's 7 billion people on this planet and not all of them, no matter what degree or certification you had, no matter what experience you had, you can't please all those people, nor you wouldn't want to. That's terrible English right there, but you know what I'm saying. Why would you try to? You're on your own path looking for the people who resonate at your frequency and those are your people to find. That's it right? Other people can come in and go out of your life and it's wonderful, but you do not have to worry about what they think. It's hard to listen to a small voice inside that says, this is what you should be doing. Don't worry about what so-and-so says. But if you want a guide to where that small voice is going to be loudest, you know, look to your trusty gut. Trusty gut has gotten you out of trouble before, I guarantee it. All right, we have a practical question here. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, Liz, how do I prepare a 30, 60, 90-day plan for a final Zoom interview? Ooh, 30, 60, 90. That's when you're going on a job interview and they ask you to just share some observations about what you would what you would uh, dive into in the job in terms of priorities in the first 30 days, 60 days, and 90 days. You know, in other words, one, two, and three months on the job. So 30... 30, 60, 90-day uh, plan requests are pretty common on job interviews nowadays, and uh, they're a little bit controversial because 
I'm always saying don't have candidates do free consulting on the interview. That's not appropriate. It's it's tacky to say, here's the problem, blah, blah, blah. Here's the facts. How do I solve it? Because it's you should pay for consulting. You bring somebody in and, and it's like, well, you're applying for a job. They should not have to perform work for free. I, I don't think it's ethical and I don't think it's necessary. And they're not going to give you a great answer because if they're good at that sort of problem solving, then they know that they need to ask a lot more questions and you're not going to give them hours, nor should they give you hours to engage in that project unless they're being paid. However, I ask candidates, as I think I mentioned in the previous episode, uh, that I have conventionally asked candidates, you know, to write to me, tell me what you heard. So that's just a feedback loop, you know, closing, circuit closing, but it's a type of, you know, you don't have to do it, of course, but that, you know, for me, that would be super helpful and interesting what you heard. And it truly, 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 truly is um, when people actually do it and you read them. You're like, wow. Um, the range of, you know, just of, 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 of closed loops really, really ranges in, in everything, in sophistication and in depth and whatever. But, um you know, there's obviously a point where you can go way, way, way too far and say, I want you to actually solve this problem and give me your specific industry knowledge applied to my situation for no money because I hold this job offer over your head and that's tacky, I think, and inappropriate. So the question is, where's the line drawn between those two things? And for me, 30, 60, 90 day plan or 30, it's either all one PowerPoint slide or maybe three of them for 30, 60, 90. It is ducky horsey. As my brother would say, it is the simplest version, and I think it's fine. I think it's a it's a pretty decent way. If you're not going into detail about how these things are going to be executed, you know, you're saying, I heard that this is important, and this is important too, but maybe not until second quarter 2021. And you know, it seems like you need this infrastructure piece. It's a it's a it's a, it's another closing the loop for me two words on each priority in 30 days I would plan to of course meet the team uh, let's say it's a customer support supervisor right meet everybody obviously really get acquainted with the logistics the the scheduling you know the software the all of the metrics around call weight you know call holding time and calls per hour you know all that stuff quality control I want to see the scripts folks are using I want to understand their training and who's here and how long they've been here and then of course your objectives for the for this call center and this unit and, you know, corporate objectives this year, hot topics, what, you know, what are the issues people are calling about, all of that analysis. So that at the end of 30 days, I could just give you, you know, sort of here's what I heard and uh, in, in the first 30 days of data collection, here's what I see as a plan going forward, you know, sort of to review with you, my manager, and, and come to an understanding. So that's a big one for 30 days, right? Getting a, getting a handle on everything, a snapshot, and then needs assessment for the future. And that's a lot, obviously, <laughs> even in a full-time job. You'll, you're, you'll be drinking from a fire hose in 30 days. Maybe we make that 60 days, but it's up to you. Depends on how deeply you want to get into all this stuff. And, of course, their expectations, which you've probably heard before you get to the interview where you're going to be going through the 30, 60, 90-day plan. But let's say the first 30 days is a simple kind of needs analysis and meeting the team. And then the second 60 days is, um, you know, you heard that they want to tighten up some of the um, escalation procedures for going to higher higher level tech support folks and, 
you know, put some stuff into the website so the customers can solve these simple problems on their own, you know, whatever. I'll get that project going, you know, in month two, and then I'll maybe take three or four months to execute on. And then, you know, by month three, we should, you know, be making some slight impact on hold times and, you know, call resolves or whatever, you know, but you've gathered this information so you know how to put the 30, 60, 90 day together. But believe me, it's not going to be, not at an interview. It's not going to be, let's dive in to section two, page six. No, it's not. It's bing, got a bing, got a bing. And I'll tell you, you, you might think this is, um, you know, beneath you or something like that. You know, well, I'm going to do this, but you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised um, how some folks, this, this kind of exercise would, um, you know, it's going to really uh, stump them. And so for me, it's a good way. I, I would never ask someone to do a 30, 60, 90 day plan. But if it's super simple, once over lightly like that, I would not. I don't think that's out of bounds. I don't think it's uh, unfair for them to ask you to do that. And, and you know, in terms of PowerPoint, I mean, it could literally be just on a screen. It doesn't need to have any design. It's just an outline. It could be in an email or text. But yeah, so that's how you prepare a 30, 60, 90 day plan. And um, once you kind of go through that mental exercise of thinking, what would I do? I've heard of a lot, of, I've heard a lot of stuff that they care about, you're going to actually help them organize their thinking too. But um, once you do the exercise and back up from what you know or believe the objectives are, uh, it, it helps you understand the job better, helps you understand what the job would be like. So I don't have any problem with that request, as long as it's simple. But um, you're going to kill the interview. I know it. You're going to crush it, right? And tell us about it. We're at support at humanworkplace.com. You're awesome. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you guys soon.